0: We need to get some Americans back to the rugged individualism that came long before us.
1: Uh, yeah, and that, that's that was a thing in our country that we prided ourselves on. And I, that's the thing I remember from my grandfather being a picker, being a picker from Mexico and working on a farm and then having his own farm. I don't remember. He may have taken aspirin. I don't remember him ever taking it. <laughs> he probably did. That some bitch was harder than hell. My grandfather would work his ass off and. Smiling, eating chili peppers with salt at the end of the day too. That was it. That's Grandpa. That's a halo. And Grandma, play no. She don't play no games. I whoop my ass if I got in trouble. And she told me to pick my. And that went to my mom too. Pick your ass up. Get through it, boy. You're you're all right, hey brother.
0: I I I, <laughs> I challenge you right now, and it's now it's recorded, so it's true.
1: <laughs> Ian will hold this right.
0: This I challenge <laughs> you, and I hope you challenge me, hold me accountable when I'm that age. Of grandfather age, 75 or whatever, I'm gonna be. I wanna be cutting wood, right? I wanna be I wanna be working with my hands with no gloves in the cold or the heat, doing stuff on the range, fixing fences, or whatever the hell, you know, All outside right. with a dog.
2: Battle line podcast, Chris Dutch Moyer on for his second appearance on the show. He was on for episode 129, JSOC operator, army ranger, combat veteran. And you know what I should say real quick before we get into everything is there's a ton of new people checking us out because YouTube has finally recognized us. We're finally in people's (laughs) algorithms. We really are, though, man, because I'm getting a ton of comments on YouTube videos that are like, I'm just discovering this show now. I can't believe I didn't I didn't know you guys existed. So, um, yeah, for those people who don't know what we do here. It's uh, myself and Ian Scotto, Chris Peranto, and we cover stuff in the Second Amendment community, stuff going on in the military community, and just like inspiration
1: from some really cool dudes and occasionally ladies. Well, and we get we get some great musicians, man. That uh, guys that and most of the music is like, hey, we got to get this guy. I used to listen to him when I was in Iraq. Hey, we got to get Corey Taylor because <laughs> Slipknot. I used to get pumped up to those guys or Pillar. We got to listen to, to Pillar, uh, Rob, Rob. Uh, yeah. Rob from Pillar. From, yeah. From Pillar. Cause man, that that's, that's where the battle I make. So, and those guys come on. I love those. I, you know, yeah. From, um, uh, Carnifex lead singer um scotty and lewis scotty and lewis you know that's still one of my favorite interviews and i don't care if you like death metal or not he was sometimes the
2: interviews are not you know you're not expecting because rob from pillar not a band i was personally familiar with i knew you were a fan oh yeah it was it was such an inspirational interview yeah so Yeah, I mean, and it's it's usually guys if they're not in the military like myself, I'm a civilian. There are guys who have respect for the military, or guys who are into the Second Amendment community, or
1: or family, family had family members that were military. Just, yeah, there's they, usually some the connection there. There's yeah. it,
2: it's yeah. not like we just have random people on, but we're not the average vet bro podcast where it's just those type of yeah. guys. We we think a little bit outside the box. So, um before we get into everything actually, I wanted to remind you that if you haven't checked it out, we do have an Etsy store. We have pins available. We're probably going to add some more, maybe 2024 closer to there, yeah. but it's yeah, yeah. it's uh, battlelinepodcast.etsy.com. Go there now podcast dot etsy.com and this show is sponsored by our great friends at bub's naturals the best mct oil powder the uh the best collagen protein apple cider vinegar gummies and they give back 10 percent of all proceeds all profits go to the glenn doherty memorial foundation in honor of glenn bub doherty and we were just recognizing the um you know anniversary of 9-11 Nine Eleven, both Benghazi and 9-11 2001 yeah. and Bub was one of the guys there and, and he is the inspiration for that brand
1: and Sean the owner of it one of the owners you know he was one of Bub's best friends and so it just made sense for them to name it Bub's and for the late Glenn Doherty and guys the product is tremendous I've Ripped my quad and quadricep tendon, and it's been a year now. And and it has helped me rehab to where I'm out running and biking. I just biked 20 miles yesterday on my peloton bike, and I ran two miles today. I, I can't tell you enough how well that stuff works. And and it and the MCT oil now it's the Halo Creamer with MCT oil or without, but just add that to your coffee. That's all you need. It just everything tastes good. And I ran the the Bubs coffee through my Keurig with one of those. Oh my gosh. The, that's a smooth, I thought Team Beer Vet coffee was smooth. That stuff is tremendous. I love that coffee. So if you don't like, you know, whatever you think about Bubs and 9-11, what, the products is awesome. But then they also give back to that Glendora Memorial Foundation. With, for me and for those that do support veterans and do support Benghazi, that's a no-brainer to get their product right there. But the quality speaks for itself.
2: Yeah, and you'll see it at some stores, but you're going to get a great deal through us. The best deal through us really is bubsnaturals.com. Use the promo code Battleline for 20%. You show your support for this show and you're also going to love their product. So uh, bubsnaturals.com promo code Battleline for 20% off.
3: From Kansas City to New York City, from planet Earth to extraterrestrial life in space, a podcast with no equal, engaged in unconventional warfare through your speakers and headphones. This is a show about embracing the suck, conquering your demons, and finding God in the face of adversity. Chris Tonto
1: which is on. Mother I'm going to shoot you in the face.
3: Ian Scotto. You know, Ian and
1: I have been dating for a long time.
3: You are now tuned into The Battle Line Podcast.
2: The Switch is on, Battleline Podcast. The audience doesn't know this, but we spent 20 minutes Holy setting up shit. this interview. Yeah, that and, was, uh, was we're ready to go. Part two with Chris Dutchmoyer, JSOC operator, Army Ranger combat veteran, tactical instructor with DCM Consulting, and he was last on with us for episode got, 129. Got to give
1: shout out to the sawmill. If he's at the sawmill, we at got the to sawmill. Sawmill is a well, pretty big, big, big deal in the tactical yeah. instruction world. So yes, It's a good place
2: last on with us episode 129 which was a year uh prior to this we didn't have video going on now that we have video um but yeah that's
0: that's the introduction it's great to have you back on man very exciting it was funny uh when you uh wrote me go hey bro i haven't heard from you in a while would you like to be on a podcast i'm like yeah sure (laughs) i'll jump on i like talking i like hanging out with
1: decent people right yeah, we that's that's debatable. Some people say that's debatable. Hanging out with decent people I, on our end, not your end. You're you're decent, dude. Most well, you
0: know, them. just so we know, I said decent, not good. Oh, thank you for fucking clarifying that. That's because we're all we're all jacked up, <laughs> ripped up, broken. Just ask the man; he'll tell you. We all know it. We're all <laughs> jerked up. So yeah. I'm I'm telling you, hey, let me tell you something. You bring me on board, which is a it's a blessing in itself, but I'll. Uh, my last 40 days have been whirlwind. Why? Why? Uh, yeah, what's going on? Let's hear about yeah, it. Yeah, what's I going di- on? I dissolved uh, a marriage, uh, entered into a new relationship. I have a dog. I got a job here at the sawmill. Uh, you know, Wait, broken, so- asked for forgiveness. Oh, yeah, the whole deal, dude. It's, Th- yeah. Was it the
1: dog that was messing? Remember the last one we did? The do- Was that your dog or was that the neighbor's yeah, dog? It that was, was the- my
0: dog, Mark. It wasn't was, mine. So-
1: so you gave you gave the you gave the pain in the, the pain in the ass dog to back to the ex and no, you got, I got new a, dog.
0: That was it was it was hers all the way. This is a I'm a Belgian Malinois. Oh, of course, yeah, not, yeah. Of course. Uh, nah, but I've trained dog. them and I've worked with them on the battlefields. She is really easy. I can't see her here right now. It's, her name is Kaya. Great dog.
1: Is was it a working dog? It seriously?
0: No, but she could easily be one. Oh, uh, wow. Awesome. She's got drive out the yin That's yang. Right. She's she's one year old. Hey, let's see if we can see her here.
2: We
1: see her
0: without going too crazy. Without
1: here? without jacking something else up.
0: Oh hi! Oh no, She's nice. she's well, say, say
2: something, Chris, so that the people could see it on can.
0: Kaya, Kaya. Oh, what do you want to do? She wants to do something. What do you want to do? <laughs> hey, <laughs> loud! How about loud? Loud? Loud?
1: Ah, oh, good, good. Uh, right. Get up there and stay. Come here. She's little. She's a puppy, dude. How old was she? Like maybe not what? even a year. Yeah, she's
0: a year.
1: Oh, that's awesome! No good dogs. Here,
0: hook up there, hook up! Come on, hook. Yep,
1: off legging. Nice, Nice. No. Yeah, give up. us, uh, give us the full story. of What's
2: going on? I mean, it sounds like a lot of stuff. But if if you want to get into it, you mentioned it, not us. So I we hardly can't get ever too talk about at this point. I
0: hardly ever talk about personal stuff. You know, uh, it's just you brought it up, bro. <laughs> also true. Uh, I just, just to say that it's just been. It's been a it's it's been a great struggle, you know when I say Good. great means large or intense struggle. It doesn't yeah. mean it's really cool. Um, it's been an interesting struggle, a lot of things to process, but I just I joined in a relationship that that I can't even explain. No one would believe me if I did and maybe another day we could talk about it, but she's absolutely amazing. Uh, then I had to leave there. I got a job here, I got the dog uh somewhere else and so it's just been a whirlwind so it's, it's well, in the end you know in the end bad things can come of good things or sorry good things can come of bad things and that's what's happening right now
1: well you're you're spot on with it well you can just talk about that on the battlefield man that's how good things come to bad things bad things turn into good things and that's why you're able to 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 persevere because you've already been through it you've already been through a lot and it's nothing that you can't handle and it, so yeah it, it's it's so it's it's the things that are happening are good. They're struggle. They're hard to get through, but you're, you're powering through them. It's a good thing though. Right. You, you, on the other, you're, you're coming out of a dark spot. Maybe is what you're saying. And, and Yeah. Yeah.
0: We're I, no, yeah. We all suffer some way and. and oh yeah. Uh, good deal. I'm, I'll, I will be better for it. And I want to fix the things that I've already broken. And, uh, you know, it's, I don't yeah. know, you know, fixing things with my mm-hmm. daughter, stuff like that. So, you know, that'll that'll happen in time, but yeah, it's just uh yeah, it's just been a whirlwind of 40 days. That's all. Right. And if we if stuff I can like on this that. makes it better. That's That's all. It.
2: Thanks, bud. And if if I could ask on that, you know, because I, I've become friends with a lot of veterans over the years, especially a lot of special ops guys in, in combat. And there's definitely a number of guys who have had issues with their family like that. I mean Chris included. Yeah. Is it related to like you being away on deployments,
0: like that type of stuff? So but what was the question exactly?
2: No, I was saying is the relationship with your daughter, is it related to like you being away on
0: deployments and just not
2: having that connection?
0: Um that's probably where it started. Um, you know, she uh, and her mother have a much better relationship than I had sure. with her. Um, you know, some of that the way the way time goes, you know, who knows how that exactly happens? <laughs> All of a sudden, you turn around and, oh, it's happened. Uh, I still traveled a lot. I still – I would come here to train. I would train other places. You know, last year was a big travel year for me. Um, Idaho, uh, Indiana, Arkansas, Texas, uh, Missouri. You know, you're just gone a lot. Uh, Wisconsin, Michigan. (laughs) Excuse me. I have some COVID, I think. Um, But I don't know. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's just, okay, maybe we need a fresh start and that's it's never easy especially with you know she's 16 uh and maybe someday i can convince her that'll i'll i'll have her understand it because i can explain it better but you know her mother's a great person i get it just yeah, yeah it, I, it I, genuinely
2: sounds like where you were at five years ago chris tonto and brother well chris.
1: well yeah. And Dutch, I, I feel you. It, it's, you know, it was easier for me with my son, with my 18 year old son, when he was 16, I, I maybe that's a, it's a, it's a daddy son thing. My daughter's 14 and it, it is harder to connect with me and her. And when I was gone and, and, you know, I'm home a lot more now, I don't travel as much, but I, I think I'll be honest with you. It's a, it's a, it's a son daughter thing. <laughs> it, Cause my son, we were able to bury the hatchet when he was 16 and co- have our coming to jesus and now we're great i mean shit he wears number 13 for his numbers in college now too and he did this little video a lot of you don't know because you will not I, I i'm not allowed to follow him because mama doesn't want nobody to know who he is on social media okay. but he posted a cool video of of because this is why we're 13 and he did the movie and uh, no, you know, dude, that's and, cool i think that that's is, cool. but, but but by the way I, ironically I'm wearing number 13. <laughs> oh, if you can it's see it, weird. but it, it's, it's
2: not for Tonto. It's for Matt Barzell <laughs> on the Islander. We'll
1: say it's for Tonto, but, it, <laughs> but, it, but the, my daughter, I'll be honest, man. It, it's, it's a lot harder. It is. She's there. There were just even just a few weeks ago, not that she's, oh yeah, it's, it's just daddy daughters and mama. Sometimes we that moms that time that they just, they, they don't need dad as much as mom. And, I, there yeah there was me and my daughter have had some have some some knockdown, drag out arguments there that she's turned become a teenager so I, I i think a lot of it did seriously it's just a it's just the daughter it's the daughter daddy daddy i think we all go through it with teenagers and then when we're gone a lot and we were gone a lot when they were growing up we weren't present it just it's just magnified because of us being not present when they were growing up as well and that's certainly
0: possible but if i look at it through the protector mindset the leadership that's where i that's the only place i would struggle really hard was this is my duty yeah well i'm i'm the guy in charge here so i should be doing these things and i had i strayed and you know i and it just made it more complicated but enough of that i want to talk about (laughs) i want to talk about Ian Scotto's love for the Islanders. What? What? <laughs> I'm I'm on Long
2: Island, bro. Of course.
0: Long I... Island.
2: <laughs> Wait, who who's your team?
0: Okay, so if I really didn't like the Islanders a whole lot, or don't get me wrong, I respect. I love hockey. Reminds. The Rangers team, yeah. the New York Rangers, Rangers right, yeah, or, yeah. would be much more of a rivalry to me. So, who do you think I'm a fan of?
2: Well, I was going to say, I was going to say you're not a New Yorker, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't assume you're a Ranger fan.
0: So Ranger rivalry.
2: Yeah. Oh, so who has a Ranger rivalry? Are you thinking um, the Flyers? Are you thinking the uh, Boston are Bruins? You... Are you thinking Metro? Oilers? Metro. I don't
0: know. Metro, Metro division, bro. Okay. Yeah. I I, I don't, you know, I'm not so die
2: hard that I can think of this off the top of my head. Who, like, who are you a fan of?
0: Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh,
1: okay. Oh, All right. Right. My yeah. uncle's in Pittsburgh. Uh, but a yeah, I mean, Metro Pittsburgh.
0: Metro Division. I've been a penguin fan ever since uh, uh one of like the one of the first penguins died. Uh not a human, but a penguin. And uh, you know, back in the day when they wore blue instead of uh Black and gold. And, uh, yeah, I'm a huge Penguin fan since back in the day. You can't hate
2: on the Penguins, though. I mean, legendary Mario
0: Lemieux and and Crosby is still a beast, man. Yeah, Yammer Yager. Uh, I mean, Crosby played every game last year. Uh, him and Malkin both played every game. And so you're thinking, but well, have they played so poorly because their bottom six was so bad? And, uh, Ron Hextall, Philadelphia Flyer fame, didn't do so well as a general manager. And now you got, you know, the t- Toronto Maple Leaf, uh, What's his name? Uh well, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, John Tavares?
2: You're saying the left the islander? No, it's
0: no the the GM from Toronto came down. Oh, I don't know. Uh that's so funny. I can't remember his name. I know exactly who he is. I just can't. think GM of, him.
2: of the Maple Leafs. I could look yeah. it up.
0: Yeah, he came <laughs> down. Yeah, it's uh out, um um look it up. It's ridiculous. Yeah, looking, I, I know who it. it is. I just can't think of it.
2: Maple Leafs GM hockey fans are like, what's going on here? Bread, uh Trev Trey tre- Living? That's, is the new new say it? that's the new one. That's the new one. Okay, I see. I see. Kyle uh, Dubas. Kyle Dubas. Yeah, Kyle I Dubas. Okay.
0: I got it before you said it. Thank the Lord. <laughs> yeah, I don't.
2: I, I don't pretend <laughs> like if, if we had um, Chris Dykos on here or Will Chiarucci have been on there, like die hard hockey. I'm, I'm a more casual hockey,
0: fan. I'll be the first to say. But are so wait, are you originally a Pittsburgh guy? Yeah. So I was born in California, but when I was seven years old, I was in Pennsylvania. So we started. What was that? <laughs> that was 1910. No, that was uh, – <laughs> I was born in 64, so 72. I'm in Pittsburgh area, and my mother and father, is funny, because they used to like the L.A. Rams. Roman Gabriel was a big uh, quarterback back then. Yeah. A big wow. Yeah. That's and a so they, they start liking the the Steelers. I start liking the Pirates and the Penguins. But so weird, my NFL love was the Miami Dolphins because the first – <laughs> Real football game I ever saw was Miami versus Baltimore when they were Baltimore, uh, the Colts
1: Colts, and, yep.
0: And um, Paul Warfield replaced Bob Greasy and he threw a touchdown pass to uh, God, uh so, no, no, Earl Morrill.
1: Earl Mor- You're Bob old as, as shit, a dude, touchdown that is... pass
0: to Earl, uh, to Paul Warfield. And they went to the Super Bowl and they played Dallas and they got smashed. Right, that- and I decided I liked them ever since, so, but the next year after that, they went 17 and 0 and they won the Super Bowl. And they won the Super Bowl the next year as well. So I was like, well, I'm you know now I'm a dolphin fan. So
2: that is I still it. occasionally uh go to Pittsburgh because half my family, like my uncles in Pittsburgh, have other people in Pittsburgh. There's a great Argentinian restaurant there called Gaucho Parilla. Yeah. Shameless plug, even though they're not I sponsored. To but they're it. great, great place. Um, but yeah, you know what's funny, and then we'll get on to other stuff. But I don't I'm not even a huge football guy, but I mean the biggest football news is here. At the, for the Jets how Aaron Rodgers everyone was like they're going to the Super Bowl this year they're going all the way like two minutes Boop. into the ga- game and on 9-11 That's running out place. there with the American
0: flag and this guy's career is done already well I don't know about his career I mean he can fight back but possibly I hope he does you think though I was just listening to uh, Steve Dace from the Blaze Radio Network and they were talking about him he's like do you think your last moment right in either one of you two professionally would your last moment be the moment they carried you off
1: yeah, you got, you got, you got to rehabilitate. That's a hell of a rehabilitation. Snapping and freaking Achilles One more so.
0: time. It took what Kobe Bryant? It took him like eight months. But <clears> like <throat> yeah, uh, but, the other, the other basketball player, uh, Garrett, a big tall, tall dude. Uh, I know, Kevin, he's... Kevin
1: Kevin Garnett. Yeah, Garnett. Kevin
0: Garnett. It took Garnett. him like five hundred days. Yeah,
1: but but weren't they're were like in their thirties? Aaron Rodgers <laughs> is like 75. is <laughs> seventy five. Like, I mean, <laughs> he's, no. he's, just a, he's old as dirt, dude. I mean, he's old like us. And, 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 but no i i hope i i he's like he'll come back i mean that's that's, I just how they that's just how they are he will even if he's not so. ready he will just because that's that's they wouldn't be they wouldn't be the athletes of that caliber and played that long and i agree
0: with that i root yeah. for the uh i root yeah. for the older guys yeah i love rooting for tom brady uh, i'm I, not a patriot fan i wasn't a tampa bay buccaneer fan but i like the fact that he's older and still unbelievable the top of his game you
1: know well and they they still love the game in my opinion i it's it's, did you always love the older guys i mean i'm you're bringing back miami dolphins i figured you like miami because of dan marino and his pittsburgh inverse pittsburgh connection
0: yep so that was part of it i was a great that was an easy connection for me to continue to
1: like you know yeah yeah It's great (laughs) man i still got two of his rookie cards too i wonder how much those things are worth and i got i i uh him and elway that year I got a bunch of football rookie cars and it was, they had a great year. I was Marcus Allen. That was John Elway. And that was Dan Marino. And I got, all those rookie cards somewhere in boxes so maybe that's my retirement right there i don't know i gotta say how much they're worth Look account. yeah
2: look on ebay man but yeah i mean tom, tom brady the guy's a freak of nature we'll see if aaron Rodgers is the same but hey getting into some some like stuff that this uh audience expects of us
1: um <laughs> the last
2: time you were on and this has become kind of an infamous moment <laughs> because we've referenced it a few times When we were speaking about the attack in Benghazi, you had a lot to say about while you were, I believe at the time at JSOC, you were confirming that there were indeed guys in the area who could have been there, who wanted to go there. Yeah. and we're told to stand down and i cut and i, cu- and I and, cut
1: you off just like yeah, and, and, off and a lot of that got interrupted
2: I so i feel like I'd, I'd
1: like if you could just
2: yeah. relay that whole thing uninterrupted because people want to hear it yeah, I'm well a, i'm
1: gonna i'm gonna mute me right now just <laughs> don't so mute you no I don't, don't do mute you no <laughs> so
0: here's what i liked about your question right now because it's what day is it man it's september 14th yeah yeah no oh, man september I, I 11th is fresh in my mind and sure yeah, what was I, it? I, was it 12 years later? 10 <laughs> years later? It was 11 it's years, 11, 11 years later. later. It's been
2: 11 years
1: later. 11
0: years later, another terrorist attack on 9-11. Obviously, it's for a reason. The Islamic terrorist... Wait, what did I say? Islamic? Yes, the yeah, Islamic terrorist... saying
2: 11 years since the date. Since It's 11 years since the date, and then it's it was 2012. So 11 years also from 9-11. You're correct, yeah, but right? The, yeah. the
0: Islamic terrorist loves anniversaries. That was yeah. my point. Yeah. They really dig anniversaries. And in this case, of course, they they did this on nine eleven again. They they planned this. They knew it. Uh, you got you know you guys were handed a crap sandwich. Um, the, the the video, the movie rather, Michael Bay's movie portrays that, and it's true. Um, you did great things. Um, well, what, what,
1: what happened with it? you know, cause we got into it and the guys were moving and, and then I cut you off and I wish I wouldn't. I'm like, gosh, why I don't I even remember,
0: man. I don't even remember. But,
1: well, then I, why, when they were moving, what, what happened? I mean, why did they change they divert them or or with well with, with with not just this with the sift i mean you i'm sure you're familiar with tent with sift too that was moving but your guys so they too. were in
0: spain right So those guys were in yeah. spain
1: so what what happened man because you were still working at the time you were still weren't you still uh, yeah. with so the i team? was i was I, just, I was
0: refurnishing a kitchen and uh yes. i was doing some wiring in the kitchen and it was late you know, it was like 10 o'clock at night you know nine something mm-hmm. like that
1: yeah you're yeah and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: and the uh I had a pager, right? I'm still on alert. I had a pager. That's old school, yeah. And uh, we had to have it, right? Uh, Kaya, come here. I'm telling a story. Come
1: here. <laughs>
0: Gosh, there's another dog in here now. So next, things were going crazy. Come up here. Nope. <laughs> Hook up He's here. A... Come up
1: More Bye. is always all over the place, dude. You'd That's the.
2: But the theme of of Dutch on the show is always going to be like having a dog in the background.
0: Get a dog. They said it'll be fun. They said. <laughs> uh, it's like having a, ch- a child right all the time, but they're just stronger and more hard headed. So I get alerted. I go to work. I'm like, I gotta go to work. So I go to work and I don't and I really have a job cause I'm kind of retired on active duty. I'm yep. ready to get out. Uh, I got out in 13. This is late 12. I already hmm. gave my job over to someone else. I'm going through the medical process.
1: Yep. Uh I
0: don't, I don't, I haven't turned in my kid. I don't believe, but you know, I wasn't really doing much. Uh, so I went to the, uh, the tactical operations center and I became a se- I was a senior guy there. And I just kind of hung out, uh, you know, our guys went, they, yeah. they jetted off. And the, I don't know this to be true. So listen, when I say this, I don't know this to be true, but if they weren't allowed to, get on the ground, then I believe that they probably launched, they launched in preparation for POTUS, uh, for POTUS approval. But that without without a doubt, that kind of operation, there's no way POTUS, uh, there's no way we're not we're gonna do that without the POTUS approval. There's just no way. There's no way that's gonna happen without POTUS approval. So that's that's probably why, Chris. Nobody ever was allowed to go anywhere because POTUS wouldn't allow it. And uh, and when I talk to other professionals, and I and I remember talking to professionals in Beirut when I was doing my job, and I'm talking to a young uh, officer, and he's like, "Oh, well, why didn't we do anything?" I mean, what are you, what are you kidding me? To do for any kind of large force like that to make an impact somewhere to do something that goes secta potus. Yeah, yeah, and clear to me. POTUS didn't want anything to do with it and I yeah. and you can you can speculate on why you can go through the the gun running thing because that was a thing yeah. you can go through I don't want to screw up the spring what do they call it the spring Arab Spring Arab Spring, Arab spring yeah. thank Arab you we spring. don't want to screw that up um we'll sacrifice these people I don't think that they ever I don't think that they're evil enough to say they would. we're going to go ahead and sacrifice this station but if they didn't do anything when they could do something that leads me to believe that they were willing to sacrifice some Americans not to ruin whatever Arab Spring or whatever else, whatever well, operation they had going on. And that's uh,
1: yeah. horrible. And, and <laughs> No, and we had, you know, I, I still, I still, Al-Qaeda, I still remember Al-Qaeda's on the run. They're not a threat. And that was his big push. JV, the they, were JV, and, right, yeah, they were J, JV, right? Yeah, they were JV. Even though Zawahiri's going, yeah, whatever, motherfucker, we're going to, yeah we're on the Did run say uh, at the Zaw- time that
2: al-qaeda was jv or isis was a jv
1: isis what isis was starting to come up they hadn't yet yet yeah, it was part answer al-saria and all those other groups out there they were jv al-qaeda was non-existent they were on the run we don't have to worry yeah. about him and zawahiri, but zawahiri he's sitting back there in afghanistan and pakistan going yeah you're an idiot we're gonna come kick the shit out of so and zawahiri hey, amen isn't that
0: <laughs> yeah. so so ian that's your job you got to look that crap up <laughs> well,
2: we're, yeah, but I think from what i right. remember i think i think he said isis was
0: jv I i'll
1: think look it up may be right. <clears throat> hey
0: yeah,
1: maybe right uh, ISIS was jv but al-qaeda wasn't even worth worrying about that's what al-qaeda was he i said on I do run. remember he was on, on the, the run. run was a good quote uh, and, I remember that. yeah i'm looking and, at it and, new york and, times 2015
2: and, obama likens isis to jv and
1: and, and mccain said what he say uh he's he uh, this uh, was before friend, ISIS friendly really militias formed. And so no, they before, were well,
2: before they really formed, he said that they were, um ah, uh, that they were moderate rebels.
1: moderate rebels <laughs> it's like what the? hell? Oh, some moderate whatever. I he only killed you a little bit. Is that what a moderate and he rebel had pictures? And he had, had
2: pictures with matter. them. I mean, we could put them up on the screen he had pictures well, with them.
1: I, oh, I, I know we said on I, he came to Tripoli. I remember when I was doing Juros in Tripoli before I went to Benghazi. I still remember him. I'm sitting on the I still remember sitting on the steps there at the annex there in Tripoli. This was three months before I had to go to Benghazi because I just, we, you know, we'd switched different stations. And now that was where I met Bob. But, i'm sitting there drinking coffee in my ranger silkies got my t-shirt on i'm just you mean your ranger panties my ranger panties (laughs) silkies i they do fit like panties on my nice legs i got no problem admitting that i got nice cheeks and those things but regardless we're getting off subject of my sexiness anyway i'm sitting there in my sexiness drinking my cup of coffee and he he comes in with the ambassador and him and and hicks get out of the car greg hicks the the deputy And they get out and they're going to go meet our chief. And I still, dude, I hate me or not, but you know how he is. He's been in a POW. His arms are short. So he gets out. I know it's him. And I remember looking, going, what the hell is John McCain doing here? But you know, who we're working for. We see crazy shit like that all the time or somebody, "Ah, who cares? Finish my coffee. He he walks in and I I give him the chin. Yeah, I'm sitting in my chair. Hey, what's up, sir? And he goes in and. That's the last time I saw him, but he was, he was in trip. He was in uh, Libya, you know, 90 days before we got hit and he'd come back and forth. And that's when I, the moderate rebel thing was so funny to me. So I don't know. That's kind of a story. That's what reminded me of dude. But your stuff, what I wanted to get at is I'm in agreement with you is there's been, you know, people hammered Hillary, people hammered Panetta, people hammered ham, which they should, they should hammer those people. Obama never got touched. And he is, people, he's the commander in chief. He's the one that's in charge. Nothing. And that's where it should have been to. I mean, Hillary, she, she got her due because she wasn't president. What, what, what really, what really, what due does she really get, bro? Come on. All right. Should she have gone to prison? Yes. Should she have gone? There's a lot of things that could have happened, but her losing to Trump was kind of egg on the face. And so maybe she got a little bit. I think she she deserved Chris, Yeah. At All this right. point, what difference? What difference does it make? Doesn't make. Mm-hmm. Wilson, you're a fucking comedian. You got another career, brother, right there. <laughs> but you're right on the Obama side of the house. Nothing has ever, oh. and that is where, hey man, the culpability lies is at the very top. But but, but he, bro, uh, and I mean, again,
0: yeah. yeah, these people would think that. Wait a minute, you think that you think elements of the national mission force, or you think some sort of special forces unit, is just going to go to a sovereign nation? <laughs> With no, on their own, no, dude, you can't do that, right? And so, I mean, look at look at all the bombs we might have dropped on somebody in Yemen or something else, right? You're getting approval from the boss. Yeah, that's it. So, wide-eyed young officers, I would tell them. I said, you know, this is a POTUS approval thing, and they, because it's funny, right? People would ask me, how come no one, how come you couldn't do anything about it? Mm. They could. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. Yeah. What about AC-130? How hard would that be to get from... Was there an AC-130? Oh, yeah. In, uh... In, uh...
1: Sigonella. it's little in Italy, Siginella? and that was on station for just our that sort of shit that was going on. There was a SEAL team south of us. There was what about got,
0: a, uh what about fast movers Siganella right? Sig-
1: actually, they were in Aviano, and there were two at Suda Aviano. Bay and Suda Bay, Greece. If I want people to look in the map, look how close Suda Bay is to us. It takes thirty minutes on a prop to get from Suda Bay to Benghazi. Come on, man. There's two sitting there, and they're part of the five hundred and fifty fifth. So. I, I'm, I'm, I, I'll never know. We'll never know. And nothing will, I don't think anything will ever come of it. If we do know it's going to be long, quite a few years from now.
0: I hope we do know. I hope we do find out. Um, but you're probably right. Besides the <laughs> vast majority of Americans whom I love, but are whom, whom are ignorant. I love them, but they don't care because they want to know about the Kardashian sisters. Well, they don't the care thing? because they want to know who's winning on Dancing with the Stars. They don't care because they want to know who's the masked singer. I don't <laughs> – do that's true, though, or who yeah. won the football – who who won the football game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or, or I will say for a
2: lot of people, and, and, like, this is less of an attack on those people – there, a lot Americans work very hard man and it's it's a lot of people who are at work eight hours a day they don't have to work 12 hours a day they don't have time for anything else and they just want to know why is the price of gas so high why is the price of groceries so high and they don't even care about the history of why inflation is like this they just have problems that are affecting them right now at this very moment and they don't have time to research and go back well, which is I not this audience point. i you do
0: know? no i love that point that's totally that's exactly right i'm i Leave me alone, right? Let me work hard. Let me provide for that family that I signed up for. Um, And yes, 100% I agree with that. But come on now, we got to have some awareness as well. We just really have to get in the game. I told uh, other young men that I know, get in the game. Pay attention because it's not good right now. Well,
2: yeah, I, I would it, agree. It, and it actually, we've some, well, we'll get into it in a little bit, I guess. But I mean, we have some news stories on that front. But what were you saying, Chris? Well,
1: I, but that's if it's those people that are in charge that are still in charge that are, yeah, inflation. Well, Who was vice president when, but guys, if people would have been held accountable, from would we maybe we would still be in these problems we're having right now where gas is five bucks or it's okay. Midwest, it's four bucks now, but that's still pretty freaking high and eggs are three bucks. And when they were nine and you know, I th- think inflation is kicking our ass. If we don't hold people accountable for anything, then they're going to feel like they can with for anything, even how small they're going to feel like they can get away with everything. And that's what's going on. And if, this is what it affects. So if you're not going to hold people accountable for what took place there, which was egregious, Well, look what we're dealing with now. Now we're dealing with, we are dealing with these inflations because we have people with no integrity, no ethics that are involved. And I get the hard work. Hey guys, I'm buying the same shit. I'm going to Walmart and shopping just like everybody else. I'm tired of paying twice as much as what I did for groceries for my family as I did four or five years ago. I'm tired of my, my IRAs, my retirement's dropping. But we're putting people in office that we know are unethical. And how do we know that? Well, because of 9-11-2012. Of- but I,
2: I also just mean it goes back way further than who is in office. You know, I mean, I think people don't look back, why did we get off the gold standard? Why is our money just what we're in debt to China to? And that goes way further back. I mean, this we're talking about Woodrow Wilson. We're talking about Ronald Reagan. And I think people just want to know about why is it this way right now at this very minute. And you have to do a little research, I think, to, to really well, then- dig into- why it is this way and unfortunately uh, a lot of people just don't have the time for it
0: what were you saying gold standard was next and not reagan no 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 but
2: i'm saying i'm saying there's things that go back for all different administrations Uh, i mean i'm just talking about reagan there's other stuff you can talk about why the immigration problem where it is you know but you could actually look back to him on that but i just mean woodrow wilson you know the the stuff that happened in terms of the debt to china i've been one of the worst presidents ever yeah 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 for
1: sure absolutely so when? So when do we just say, okay, well, it it just has always happened in the past, so it's going to continue to happen. When do we say enough's fucking enough, we're done, stop. That was it. my
0: question, dude. I was thinking of my
1: question. When does the rubber band snap back? <laughs> because we, I, I, Ian's, you got great points. It does, but there's got to be a point where we're like, and we have the opportunity because of something egregious that we can actually. Not because somebody's making up some ballot fixing. Oh, I fixed it. No, we actually have something that happened that we say, hey, you know what? We're stopping it right now. You let people die. You committed manslaughter. This isn't, we're done. Stop it. Let's make an example. So we don't keep making these same mistakes. Cause I agree with you, dude. I, why do we get off the gold standard? That was pretty dumb. I, now we're paying for it. In my opinion, I could be, I'm not a, I'm not a financial guru by any means, but, but there's got to be a chance time where we just quit saying, well, man, it's always been like that. okay can we stop it then let's let's put a tourniquet on this motherfucker and and get it taken care of Uh, it's a big ship
0: and it takes a long time for it to turn around but i do believe it can but like you mentioned before all these old people the same guy is back again as president he used to be vice president these the same people are in charge now we we look more like a a communistic oligarchy than we should as a as a constitutional republic (laughs) and people say oh we're a democracy we they forget we're a republic i heard a stat the other day the average constitution lasts about 17 years look at ours our, yeah, our great experiment easy. has lasted this long but if if only it will only last if we go back to the constitution the bill of rights it, it, otherwise it will not work uh this thing in Albuquerque are you going to talk about that at all Yeah, I that's what it. I want oh, to talk about. That's yeah. what I was oh, saying
2: yeah. we have news stories. I think that'd be a great one to start with. I mean, yeah, so you have the governor there who's saying she's suspending right to carry entirely. I know that law enforcement there is saying they're not going to enforce it. Um Well, interrupt me. Tell me what you're no, saying.
0: Yeah, she had a meeting where there was at least two sheriffs in there. One said, "Well, I have an issue, but I feel yeah. I feel like it shouldn't happen, but" and then the other guy was like, "Uh eh. So they didn't They didn't have any spine at all. Uh, wow. Later on, there was a third guy somewhere else that did say he was not going to enforce that at all, like the Illinois. So when uh, J.B. Pritzker said about all this law enforcement have to do this stuff for gun control, every sheriff except for Pritzker's own county, which is the, I don't know what county is and where the uh, state capital is, in, in illinois but he, that's the only one everyone else that won't won't enforce this law but now you had the people stand up they protested and then what what happened to it just yesterday right Dude, you can go on. you know about this more than i do keep going yeah, so is it yesterday or is it today where they said a federal judge said you're wrong it's constitutional
1: your law doesn't work Your it, it won't stand it- up uh, but I, I I didn't know that. Hey, we gotta search yeah. it. Where's our searcher? I didn't know that. That no, that's I I
2: it. trust him on the because yeah I I I just saw kind of what originally happened <laughs> and I was like this would be a great topic for the show, especially having Chris on. And um yeah, I mean obviously I'm in the same camp as you guys that if a state has carry permits, you know you got to follow that law. It's all part of the Second Amendment. Um you know I, I don't think a lot of these people that are in the gun grabber category who are you know in public office. I personally I don't always think it's like some sinister plot I really do think a lot of these people think this is what's going to stop mass shootings but it's it's just it's truly not I mean when we get into the core of the issue uh, for one I think that with the the technology now with 3d printing it's going to make a lot of these gun control laws obsolete and that's just the truth and and I I think there's way bigger issues in terms of like the amount of these shooters who are on Prescription medication. I mean, mental health issues. There's so many things to get into, but it would disrupt, I think, the entire economy, right? To to change getting all these kids off prescription drugs. I mean, people always, people in that category are always saying, "Well, America is not the only country with mental health issues, but we are the biggest consumers of all these prescription yeah. drugs that are having side effects of of making people, you know, act in this way." I I know, you know, can't fully blame the drugs. It is the people deciding to do this, but. Yeah, I think there's there's a real big problem, like, to the core of, of where we're at right now as a country.
0: Yeah, go farther with that, if I may. You know, look in the beginning. I told some folks here at the Salmel, you look right at the beginning. Father, the Father. First of all, they, they're lacking even looking towards the Father, the Abba, the Father of all people, yeah. God himself. They don't, they don't even want to look to him. That's number one. So many families are broken anyway. Families that have children. Um, or lacking the man. Where's the man? Uh, And then, then they're fed by, you know what they're fed by? They're fed by this, this $1,000 thing they walk around with every day of their life. Right. They're constantly looking at it and they believe what TikTok says and they believe what the, the, whatever the media wants them to believe, they believe it because it must be, it's on the internet. It must be true. Uh, And and it's really about itself, right? The the idolatry that comes from that machine right there. And they're like, okay, this is self-serving. This is all about me. I get the dopamine blast when somebody likes what I say or I can dress in scantily clothes and get paid for it. Uh I mean when I do a search on my IG, what do I what do you what do you think comes up?
2: Ass, but it's because you're a man and that's what we all like to look right, at. So that's the truth. I if don't all... search it out on there, bro. Yeah, but you you watch it because if we were all just looking at puppies, but here's the truth, man. As guys, as like t- high testosterone guys who are into this type of thing, if our options <laughs> are ass or something that could be used for like our knowledge it's just what we're naturally drawn to like this thing the algorithm has us all figured out and it and it knows what you're going to look at the most and and it knows how to waste our time on this bullshit that's just the no, truth
0: i'm telling you that well that's true while that's true i'm sure i don't search for ass so but you watch it, it you definitely watch
2: it if it comes up no Chris. it makes
0: me crazy because i'm I'm not looking at it. i'm not searching for it i'm not looking at it so yes, you are, dude. Because you know
2: what's funny? I have. A, I'll tell you this right now. Okay, <laughs> on my own Instagram, right? Tons of ass. Because I'm, I'm I'm a guy, right? I have this burner account for my other for my other job, which Chris knows, which is um identity access management. I work for an identity access management company, and we have a TikTok. And I was like, I'm not putting fucking TikTok on my phone, Adam. I don't do anything on TikTok. I just post our stuff. None of that stuff comes up on this phone because I'm not searching it out. I'm not watching it. The algorithm has you figured out, man. It knows how to waste
0: your time. I'm telling you, I was thought I was, uh, I was listening to the podcast. There was an ABC on. I don't know which podcast it was. It was a great podcast, though. And this guy said, it takes work, but you can do it because you, it takes you a long time to go in and eliminate that. Don't want to see it. Don't want to see it. Don't want to see it. I want to see less of, see less of, see less of. Yeah. And he goes, it does work and then it takes even more work to continue to do it he said but it can work i'm like gosh i started to do it I'm like it takes way more work than it, i want
1: to put it, into. He, he is he is spot on cuz if you cuz what my stuff the lot of stuff posts comes up on my main account now a lot of it's god and prayers because i've had to cuz i've had to do that over cuz it did initially i'm with ian I, ass, ass, ass. Like, Geez, what the hell is wrong with me? What am I? So you have to, you <laughs> it's ha- a you reflection
2: have- of yourself. It, it right? is, like- it
1: is. <laughs> so, but it, it, it came in where it's like, man, <laughs> okay, okay, I got to knock this crap because that's not, and that's self-realization. It's, it's humbling. It's being humble. You gotta, humi- you gotta be humble. You gotta humiliate your, and I, you have to, but it took me about it. It did. It took me about, year of I'm not, not inappropriate, just not interested, not interested. Not not interested. In- yeah. So you got to do interested. it. Right. So, so, but you have to do it. And now it doesn't pop up. Now I get, but I feel better. I sure as so feel a lot more clean and a lot better about myself. But you you're, you're Ian's right on the algorithms. But you're also right now that we have the option to hit not interested, and it does move that out of there. And I, I'll be honest. I don't really. I'm. I don't want to see that shit. I, I don't want to see. I don't want to see gun porn anymore. I don't. I, I don't. I and and not being on it as much. I, I turn this thing off. I'll get on it every five days or so. I know. I'll actually log all the way out.
0: So I've been. I was doing some history posts for my prime posts because I'm now I'm restricted again on IG because because What'd of you... my relationship with Maxim Defense. <clears throat> and what? what? Yeah, yeah because well, yeah, what, that always, ha- I mean I'm yeah. not surprised that always hurts us, what? you know. I, re- I reposted a rifle commercial. Yeah, that um, always
2: hurts us. I've told well, Christos this though.
0: Anytime I do stuff for Fort
2: Scott, it hurts us absolutely, man. Did, did you know what I was po- going to say? Because I'm just thinking of this though. Um when when I did mention Reagan and you were saying Reagan is not the gold standard, you know, and it's because people, I think, you know, on the right, they worship Reagan like he's a god. And, sure. and well, I think Reagan did some great things. None of these people are gods. One thing that he did that I do think was awful <laughs> and I do think is part of the result that we're seeing these mass shootings truly is we're the only country besides New Zealand that runs ads on TV saying that you should take this prescription uh, drug. Yeah, and terrible. then people go to a doctor who the doctor is oftentimes being incentivized to put you on that drug. And we're, pres- we're prescribing ourselves with all these things that we probably don't have if we just had better diet, better exercise, and fixed ourselves.
1: Yeah, you can you can talk. You're good. Hand up. Go ahead.
0: If that's not a president's problem, bro. That's that's the free market. He didn't say, hey, do that. They just did it. They do it. To no, make but money. It, they weren't allowed
2: to until then. They weren't allowed to run all these ads that said, you know, because we turn on TV and it's like feeling was down, not feeling like you're not your usual self. What, you know, go remind me. Was Paxil. it a law? What was it? Yeah, it was a law. It was a law that you couldn't run ads for prescription drugs on TV. And he eliminated that.
0: Are you think it really came through the president's desk?
1: Yeah, I could I could look it up right now.
0: No, I let's I look know it, it was underrated. I, mean, I don't know.
1: I'll, buy it, I'll look it up. We're it doing is. a lot of looking up. I, here, I, I, Ian, I, Ian, follows it. I don't know shit. I, I I do know that's a fucking problem. I hate that. I, that's why I don't watch TV. I watch movies. I can't even watch TV anymore because it's like you watch all those really good movies oh.
0: that are all false and anyway. Yeah, I, no, based, I, on I, based on a true
1: story. Based on true. I try not to watch movies about. Yes, yeah, yeah, so remember that this movie, was all go. That- Right. Uh,
0: and when Viggo Vigo Mortensen had Vigo taken Mortensen, a, a, yeah. like a shabby horse, and he went to to Saudi Arabia to do this trans Saudi Arabian race in the in the empty quarter, or whatever else, whatever, none of it was true. So it was funny too because they guarded that as this is based on a true story. And then the like the History Channel came out and said, mm, "Not that one. No, it isn't true." There was a dude named Ed. And there was a dude named, you know, he had a horse and that was about it. That was about how much truth was in that. You got, you
1: got, you got through that whole thing. Then I could watch half of it and I was done. I I didn't. I give you the Uh, answer since you made me look at it? So it was, (laughs) it, it was April 22nd,
2: 1988. Reagan signed the, um, prescription drug marketing act of 1987. So look, I do think that is a huge problem. Um, I'll give you a real life example that happened to me. uh, And and this just shows you how (laughs) the medical industry works. And yes, this is getting into politics a little bit, but I do think there are too many people on all types of prescription drugs. And and then we find out these mass shooters are on these drugs. So I had to take a blood test in the city a few years back. And and this sounds like I'm making this up. I swear to you, this happened, okay? I had to take a blood test in the city and it was an area that I don't usually go to. I think it was the Upper East Side or something. And this guy drew blood for me and i was starving i i didn't really know the area and i knew i wanted to get lunch right after this so i said to the guy drawing my blood the nurse there whatever i said uh, what's a good place to eat around here cuz i'm i'm never really in this area and he's like oh I, I don't really know what's around this area that much and i was thinking about it in my head i'm like you work in this building every day and you don't know what to eat around this place and he goes yeah the um the, the pharmaceutical reps just come in here and they just give us food every day and Don't you think that's some type of conflict of interest that we're helping you out? You're helping put more people on our medication. And so these people watch ads on TV and they're like, I don't feel like myself. I I feel like crap. I feel sad. Maybe I need to be on Paxil. And then they go to a a doctor and the doctor's like, sounds great. And we'll sign you up. And they don't think about the many side effects, the guys that we're seeing kill themselves in the VA. It's all intertwined, man. But if they were to ever change this, it would disrupt a major sector of the economy, right? How many people work in pharmaceuticals, and I think it would change so much more than these gun laws that they think are going to stop all of the killings.
0: No, I completely agree with that, and you can segue into the transgender woke ideology that's going crazy right now too. So many of these kids are, "Well, I'm depressed, I need drugs," and then now I'm con- they they convince me that I need to cut my breasts off or. Cut my junk or, off. or
2: be on testosterone as a woman right and how many Puberty guys blockers, how many changers. guys roid rage i mean if we heard about chris benoit killing his family and stuff do i think some of that was steroid related oh, yeah. quite possibly and if you're going to put a prepubescent girl on those same drugs you know we heard about that transgender shooter i don't think that means you know transgender shouldn't be able to own guns which was some thing that ben shapiro said which i thought was ridiculous but being on those types of drugs, do I think it could bring out, you know, a, a bad side of people? Yes, I, I do.
0: But more than I think, what you're going, I, what you got off there beforehand was, if we have a prescription drug answer to everything, every little ill or malady that you may have, and now oh, I maybe I like to play with Barbies, or you want to play with pickup trucks, Susie? Oh well, now guess what we need to do? Stop your puberty and hack off pieces of your body. I mean, it's totally insane, bro. And it it makes them customers for
2: life because they'll never be able to get off those drugs. You
0: saw saw Matt Walsh, how he exposed uh, the Vanderbilt Hospital. How much... They were making huge money on those procedures. Hey, guys. Hope
2: you're enjoying this episode with Chris Dutch-Moyer. Really enjoyed having him on. We definitely talk a lot of Second Amendment stuff, so it's very appropriate that we talk about our Second Amendment sponsors, uh, of which... Fort Scott Munitions is a manufacturer of multi-federal patented solid copper and brass CNC-spun ammunition that is designed to tumble upon impact in soft tissue, leaving devastating wound channels for faster bleed-out and quicker incapacitation. This ammunition was originally developed to innovate and improve on the standard of military-grade ammunition design. It was found that not only did the TUI ammunition outperform competitors— in the self-defense industry but it quickly became apparent that it will be a top contender for hunters alike with the ammunition being cnc spun the tolerances are some of the tightest on the market ensuring that you receive the same results with each pull of the trigger you recently had a uh, a battle line tactical tactical course and i know this is all you guys are shooting with
1: it's the best ammo out there it's it's most accurate it's just most consistent at least through all my weapon systems i can say that And, guys, if you're a hunter, you do anything from deer to coyote to hog or home defense, it's what's going to knock that animal down or that intruder down and keep them down with one. And that's what you want. You want it. Which, by the way,
2: I just saw Gage was hunting in –
1: that's South, from Fort Scott in Africa, South right? South Africa. And they went down, Watch their videos. If you haven't- You put up some great videos. Yeah, yeah. If you if you want to see what the, what the, if you're a hunter and you want to see what the ammo does, go follow Fort Scott Munitions YouTube channel. And yeah, they were in South Africa, him and Robbie Forrester and Robbie's dad, Mr. Forrester. I don't call him by his first name because I'm still respectful. <laughs> it's Mr. Forrester. They went to South Africa for a hunt. So check that out if you want any validation of their ammo. But it's the best ammo in the market. And the company in itself just has great integrity, which says a lot about the company. Company, but also the integrity they put in their product so it's all i use and it's all i use for home defense
2: absolutely so use the exclusive promo code battleline at fsm.com even if you just want to check out their t-shirts and that cool yeah. stuff um but they do have the the tins if you want to pay to me harold uh all different ones do they still have uh battle Line tactical
1: tins or they, are those we, we we sold out we got to do another run and we, always, right. do, we always do special editions so it'll be probably be around christmas time we just do special runs but we're out yeah. we sold out but we'll get them back up there So be
2: on the lookout, but they do have a lot of different cool designs on there. So it's FSM.com promo code BattleLine for 15% off. Fort Scott Munitions is a proud supporter of Chris Peranto, BattleLine Tactical, and the BattleLine Podcast This show is also sponsored by our friends at Photonis Defense. Now you can have the superpower to see in the dark with the Viper binocular night vision system by Photonis Defense, which is the global leader in night vision solutions, providing more high quality night vision capabilities than anyone. Military, law enforcement, and public safety end users utilize Photonis Defense solutions to give them the edge at night in tactical situations and rescue operations. Hunters, shooters, boaters, and enthusiasts can rely on the photonus Defense Viper Binocular to help them become masters of darkness. The new Viper Binocular system carries the same features and benefits as the Photonus Defense Viper monocular with a ruggedized body and harnesses the power of the echo-intensifier tubes, giving you sharper images, reduced halo, and industry-leading ultra-fast auto-gating across the range of dynamic operating conditions. And Phil Otto, a favorite of the show, he's going to be back on next month. We're going to be doing a lot of cool stuff with Photonis Defense. If we're at SHOT Show this year, we're probably going to do some stuff over there at their booth. So uh, check out PhotonisDefense.com for more information p-h-o-t-o-n-i-s defense.com or look for photonist defense product options for your night vision dealer and before we get back to this episode i will say i've been drinking these liquid deaths like crazy and they're not a sponsor of the show but they sponsor so many cool shows out there like i'll listen to tiger belly with bobby lee and they're drinking liquid death or our friends at Rockfeed. so i've been i've been (laughs) tweeting you guys on x I would love to see liquid death become a sponsor of battle on podcast. Just throwing it out there.
1: I, I haven't tried. I don't want to say, it cause I haven't tried it. So it's really good, man. They have I'll the, have so wait.
2: this is, this is the convicted melon, but then they also have the, the mango flavor. And I, and I even just love the, just the water in a can because it's, it's liquid death. I love their, <laughs> I love their imaging. How it's just, you know, they're, they're their uh slogan is murder your thirst so this is a free library because i genuinely want to get them on board but anyway with that let's get on to chris dutch moyer hope you're enjoying this interview uh let's get to the rest of it
1: it's 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 always it's, it's always about money it's it's everything we do you're is, right chris power, power and money power if you look and at money
3: it, i mean power come and money, on baby. we're, we're, we're... money
1: we we aren't any different than for the than some of the countries that we with the, with the dictators because what's it all? How when they get power they got to have more power, and then then they've got to get more money, and then the money and it just is the same thing up with people in charge. It doesn't have to even be a politician, just even business people and and the pharmaceutical people. Yeah, they are the the CEO, They they're powerful as hell, and 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 they've turned us into lap dogs. Is what I see. I mean, you see the. I agree with Ian on on the on the effects of it. But what I see is they've turned everybody into hypochondriacs and that nobody can handle adversity, which is what we used to do very, very well. We could handle a problem. You have a grandpa's out in the farm, comes in and something's wrong. Him and grandma could get through it. They don't need to take any drugs. And they've taught us that we can handle adversity as well. But now there's a drug for that. You don't need to handle it anymore. You got a problem? Take a drug for it. You'll be all right. Hey, you're going to be, you don't think who you are. Well, take a drug for you. No. And sometimes you just got to pick yourself up by your bootstraps and just grind fucking through it. And and it just that's that's how you get over it. It's not there's not a quick fix for every damn thing. But that's our sure. but, that it, but that's America, though, too. We're our soup. We're a fast food society. We want to fix it now. Like Sometimes it takes some time to fix even especially fix your fix your emotions. Well, and- we
0: do. We I totally agree with your brother. But you, we need to get some Americans back to the rugged individualism that. Came long before us.
1: Uh, yep. And that, that's, that was a thing in our country that we prided ourselves on. And I, that's the thing I remember from my grandfather being a picker, being a picker from Mexico and working on a farm and then having his own farm. I don't remember. He may have taken aspirin. I don't remember him ever taking it. He probably did. That some bitch was harder than hell. My grandfather would work his ass off and smiling, eating chili peppers with salt at the end of the day, too. That was it. That's grandpa. That's a And grandma, she play no, she don't play no games. what whoop my ass if I got in trouble, and she'd tell me to pick my and that went to my mom too. Pick your ass up, get through it, boy. You're you're all right, hey brother.
0: I I I <laughs> I challenge you right now, and it's now it's recorded, so it's true. <laughs> Ian will hold this right. This I challenge you, and I hope you challenge me, hold me accountable when I'm that age, of grandfather age, seventy five or whatever I'm going to be. I want to be cutting wood, right? I want to be I want to be working with my hands with no gloves in the cold or the heat, doing stuff on the range, fixing fences or whatever the hell, you know, All outside right. with a dog.
1: I miss not being able to. We have it's been a huge drought here. I miss not being able to work in my yard, man. I love working in my yard, I love just getting my hands dirty. So, I've been actually what I've been doing is recocking the house. I've been going around all the cracks in my house on the between because it's, it's a nice house, but everyone's you gotta you gotta touch up your house to take care of it, dude. I'm out there recocking cracks in the windows and loving life, man.
0: I, I gotta get no. you down here, bro. I gotta get you down here to train. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's been yeah. wet here, it's a lot of green. Get over oh. here to train. We, I know you could do We were going to train together anyway, somewhere down the road, but got to yeah, get no, down no. here to train. You and, can. uh, and we'll ha- and then, because this is what's going to happen. Because not me, yes, right, me, your boy Dutch. I'm going to do the podcast from a sawmill right here. We're going to have three stations. Nice. Um, and we're going to have, and I'll have a, a way to toggle my cameras back and forth. And I want to, you know, we'll just do it from right here. And the folks that come in to train, of course, we're going to highlight those folks. But then we'll zoom call in people too that that, uh, that you know that can't come right away or coming next week. You know maybe it's Toronto and his and his uh, his folks.
2: I would uh, come anytime. Uh, and you're in hey, Texas, right? Hey,
1: you're in you, uh,
0: Texas.
2: You're not asking are, are you, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, you we're yeah.
2: No, South, South we're, Carolina. Oh, it's, South Carolina. Yeah, I would come anytime, man. But I mean, you know,
1: I, so just needs to come. No, that's the, that's what I was planning on doing. Him. Here because actually, I do have a, this. It, it's, I have to pan in because there's just so much. But I, this is my little studio here. So I was, you know, that was what I was planning on doing with you here. I just, yeah, I only do four, you know, probably. Five or six classes a year, but yeah, no, you're you're still coming in and yeah, no worries. And, and, and teach you, you need to
0: come down here, get down here.
2: This is man camp right here, bro. Three hundred fifty <laughs> acres. I would come there, and I know Chris. It's less likely, but I I would no be there, I,
1: I, no I, to, to train every I, every once in a while. I'll get out and do one or two. I'll get out and travel every, one or two a year. I still do because and it's for people that I know, like yourself or or Daniel Lombard at divide Defense or out in Chicago or or I'll get out with Ben out in Colorado, but here definitely need to get you here. And no, I've been, you are coming out here to train. I want to do a ranger only train where two other rangers come out and you guys just, we all each have a day and then we, yeah, we do a podcast, man. And we come out and then we go get pizza down at my Marsoc, Marsoc buddy down here owns one of the pizza joints. You love it. I didn't even know that. Dude. Yeah. It's what we're going to have on the podcast. His name's Brett. Nice. And um, he, he owns one of the pizza joints down pizza Republic. And we're going to go down there and hang out. And I got this. I already, got the, no I already got the, I already got the place. I already got it hammed out. And, and then hopefully me and Dale Sizemore will get something going on down here with the Black Hawk down 13 hours movie down here at the, or we, uh, we might
2: at shot show. I know at shot show, he's going to be there. So <laughs> if we're all there, that would be really Whoa. cool to do one live from shot show. Um yeah, keep, or, so I wanted to ask yeah, keep you on, keep on, No, it's keep cool. On. I wanted to ask you about another topic as you know because I emailed you before going on in the Second Amendment world and that was the Liberty Safe story. I mean, people already know the whole idea of Liberty Safes giving up the codes to the FBI for someone who was uh, arrested on January 6th. They said that they were there was a warrant and that their policy is to give the codes if the FBI has a warrant. I'll be honest, I don't know enough about this story beyond that. I heard the headlines and I was kind of confused by it, but I'm sure you have your take on it, Chris. Funny you ask. <laughs> uh,
0: so at first, on its face, I, I certainly agree with people who don't, you know, who, who want to be left alone. I'm, I, I want to say I'm conservative, but more than that, I'm. I think I'm a, I think I'm a constitutional libertarian. I think is probably where you yeah, call me. I, I want to see. That same category, I want to see this country, you know, survive on. Constitution, the Bill of Rights, uh, and the amendments, and, and I want to be left alone. So, Carson Chote wrote this the other day. I think uh, I think in the Federalist, uh, and some of this I wanted to I wanted to cover. So I, I copied and pasted it onto my notes here. So they've come under fire. Yeah. So and Charlie Kirk had come out and he said he shared the FEC filings on a social media platform, which was Twitter now X. Uh, that Liberty Safe's parent company, and this is where it gets just what we are all saying before, and Chris so aptly put it, follow the money. It's always about the money. Uh, he pulled the FEC, FEC reports on the company and found that $400,000 over the last 10 cycles of the maximum donations to Democrats. And the the parent company is called Mononomoy that's how you say it it's like monomoy so Mononomoy, Mononomoy capital partners they've done, donated hundreds of thousands of dollars to democrats and so that's you know if this company doesn't care for gun owners you know it's certainly possible a lot of these companies right they start off as a, from a small mom and pop type thing they get yeah. real big they're doing great work liberty's got great quality safes without a doubt and yeah. next thing you know Somebody else takes over and says, yeah, but we ought to make sure everybody else knows all about them. And then there you go. The FBI says, hey, these guys, we already – is this a conflict of interest? Of course it is. To me it is, right?
2: I was Um, kind of confused on how it worked, though, because I'll be honest. This is not my world. I mean, I cover Second Amendment stuff with Chris. But how does it work? Because what would they do if the FBI says, hey, we want the code. Someone was involved with the crime uh did they then have to fight that would it be a whole legal battle or are they legal. able to just yeah. say no we don't do that to our customers i i personally don't know i go ahead go ahead go ahead uh, yeah.
0: why would you because, I mean, just I, because I, they
2: had a warrant and they said our company's policy is if you have a warrant, we do this. So I don't know. Okay, like, so do you, so, are you able to just say no and you wouldn't have to put up money to have a whole legal battle?
0: I don't know no, how, it, I genuinely don't know how it works. So there was a, a lawyer named uh, William Shipley. He said that Liberty Safe voluntarily gave the FBI because despite the fact that they claimed that there was a court order, there was not okay. a court order to do so.
2: And, and, there, and the, here's the thing that was confusing too. This person who who had the uh, guns in the safe was in some way involved in January 6th, right? But other than, you know, the shooting of Ashley Babbitt, which was a police officer, there were no guns involved in anything that happened in January 6th. So this is not like we need the gun of a murder. We need the gun of a, um, you know, burglary or some, armed robbery. So that's what's confusing to me. There were no guns involved in January 6th other than what I just said. So... I, I don't know how it even pertains to
1: someone who's arrested on this.
0: No, and it doesn't, and so it, therefore becomes a. To
1: me, it's intimidate. It's intimidation. It's to me that's what it's like. Look, I, what I we agree. Look, it's look, intimidation. Look, what, look what it's we encroachment. Can
0: do. You can't just. You can't. You what entity? So you again. You can't leave me alone. I don't. What right? Okay. What? What was? The, you saw the video months ago where the guy's on the front porch, right? And the ATF shows up with a law enforcement officer over here on the side. You know, oh, you got a law enforcement officer over here. You got ATF right here saying, hey, did you buy these guns on this list? Maybe we should come in inside and check them out. Or you just bring them out and show us the serial numbers. No, that's not how this works, right? The answer is no. Come back with a warrant. What did I do wrong? What yeah. did he do wrong on January 6th? Because there was a lot of people that were there. Does that mean a lot of people need to be investigated? No. There was a whole bunch of people that didn't do anything. Maybe they showed up. Maybe they walked away. Um, I don't, it doesn't. And then, again, the, mm, gosh, well, it, I,
1: it it comes down to people doing the right thing, and they're not. And I didn't know Liberty Safe was owned by I've, I can't pronounce. I, holy monotomy. crap! I I I I did. I thought they were still a. That's how much I know I, with them. I, they do make fantastic. Give uh, me the quality of their safes is probably top notch. Well, it is top notch. It's that's why they're so damn expensive too. But that being said, I thought it was still a mom and pop organization. I thought it was still like kind of family run grant has grown but it's still i didn't know that i think there's a lot of a lot of companies out there in that 2 a community and i'm glad i'm getting some knowledge here and i think others need to we need to look to see who's these parent companies are that are run because we it sounds like we're getting played a little bit by we're giving people money kind of like the BlackRock thing we're giving our investments to money to people and that money is going to places that we would never actually hand it to
0: i try and- so hard i try so hard to do that with little things um toothpaste a uh, colgate is distributed by an american company it's not even made here you know so i go to the little toothpaste companies like tom's or something you know when i buy dog food for the dog so much of that dog food is made overseas and then it's 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 processed like somehow right on the edge of uh the our waters or something and that's the same with actually human consumption meat too so much as that is is uh processed right at the edge of it's chinese meat or whatever and it comes right into the waters and then they process it on a boat they stamp the american flag on it and off it goes and it's all legal but it'll say it'll say processed in america or something it's not even it's not even american beef and so yeah. i'm really paying attention to a lot of that right now
1: too a lot of it Uh, We need to the Liberty Patriot
0: mobile. I use Patriot mobile all the time. Um, And they, they, they have all the same towers. They they use all the same stuff, but they're an American company. um, And they, they, when they do an, uh, uh, oh my gosh, when they do an advertisement, the same thing was what you're saying. They don't use your money to do bad. The other things that you don't care for. They believe in the sanctity of life. They believe in the second amendment and they go to places with your money because you bought their stuff and they, and they try to make those things continue uh, again, the sanctity of life, the, the defense of the second amendment. So, you know, I'm like, I'm I'm on board. I got sold. I'm on Patriot
1: mobile. So. Um, I, I, what what do you think you were talking about? And I, I've heard, I, I'm thinking about that too. I've heard of the Patriot mobile on, on some, whenever I'm driving on my AM radio, I do listen to AM talk radio. I still love, I still wish we still had a, The old school guys on, (laughs) but getting into your, we talked about the sheriffs not having spines. You know, FBI's coming in and raiding. We teach guys. You know, I I did an ATF course. My knee was still banged up, but I went and taught the JSO guys, uh, Jacksonville SWAT and ATF TAC guys out there in Jacksonville, and and they are, they they really are. They they're just like us on the. They just want to do what's right on the ground, but. I have a, sometimes I do have a problem with it because these are the guys that are serving the warrants that they know they shouldn't be doing, but they got to do it. And then they just say, Hey, it's just my job. I have a problem with that. And and so it, it is sometimes a conflict of interest to me teaching police or law enforcement because wait, am I teaching some guy that's going to kick down my door because I didn't do something? I don't know. You're an instructor. You're very, and you're an accomplished operator. Do you get those same feelings? that <laughs> I do. I, sometimes I do. Like man, so yes, but
0: man. much less with okay. law enforcement agents. And now that now that you
1: brought that up, maybe I'll get it more. But <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, man. I don't want I don't want this. because you know, it, it sucks because the FBI to me they're the, the people up in the head shit, yeah, they're dirty. Same with the agency. say with the agency. But this was people on the ground. When are one of them? Hey, and do, I don't want to hear your bitching. I did. I stood up and said, Hey, this is wrong. Yeah, I lost my security clearances. Of course, that was gonna, I knew that don't you think one of them, okay. Talk about the first part about you teaching them, but then also do you agree that maybe one of them or two of them need to start standing up? Those yellow guys and, and yeah, they do. And, and I and think, saying, they have, Hey dude, I this is fucking a, wrong.
0: Okay. Well, I think what you're seeing now, you are seeing some more federal level guys. You're seeing some more whistleblowers. Uh, Glenn Beck just had an ATF guy on a podcast for, for almost two hours talking about the, what the ATF was doing. You got these more FBI whistleblowers coming out. Um, I think there are, there was a local law enforcement guy. I think I heard either I heard on the radio or somewhere where he, he just said, look, I no, I'm not, I'm not participating in that. So I am going to go ahead and depart from, if you gotcha. continue to make me do this, I'm, I'm quitting. Um, But how but it, powerful, but how powerful before I get on the civilian portion, how powerful is that paycheck? How powerful I've been in for 18 years. And now two more years, all I have to do is, just don't make any waves until I can get a pension and yeah. how powerful is that for my family? Yeah. Uh, that's, that's powerful stuff, man. No. Especially in an economy like this. I mean, a no.
2: lot of people struggle to find <laughs> the, I've, i the past several years doing this. There's been times where I've been struggling to find gigs. I mean, I'm happy with where I'm at right now, but I totally understand people doing that. Hey, but yeah. before, By the way,
1: it's before, funny what we're saying. Well, I, I just, before you get in next, I do want to know his feeling on, on the training is, is do you feel, cause I, there are times that I do feel a little, a little guilty. I I, I I I love the guys, and I want them to. I want them to live. I want them to come home at night, but I also, like guys I I don't want you serving a liberty safe warrant that you know is not right either. I, so what what your just what do you think? And maybe well, I'll I, the fuck I talk off to base.
0: him every time I do a law enforcement agency. I talk to them about how bad the world is right now and the decisions you're gonna have to make in the future at least I could put a little bit of bug in them. Just say, "Hey, listen, you you may have to make some really hard decisions and you're going to have to figure out where you are on, where are you on that? Is it the regular citizen? Is he truly, does the intel support it? Is he truly a bad guy? I said, because you're going to have to make those decisions. You're going to have to talk to him later on. So that's a big deal. The civilian portion to me is different. Okay. Because because if you, again, 9-11 anniversary, I just watched uh, Flight 93 again uh which i think is a fantastic movie and someone taught those men how to fly airplanes yeah yeah so the kid in this was years ago but not too far away uh there was two mass shootings at one and one day one one kid was in el paso texas at a walmart and the other guy was in toledo at a nightclub at a, a street was a bunch of different nightclubs the kid. If you watched some of the videos from that kid in uh, El Paso, he was trained by someone.
1: Well, he was a, he was a Marine. Actually, I know that he was a former he was former grunt infantry All guy. Right. He, right. No, because he knew how to. I saw it. he knew how to pie. He was he was pieing corners and yeah. I remember. I remember he was either he was recon or he was a just straight up infantry. But he had been training from the core. Okay. Yeah.
0: So yeah. that brings me to mind. Where well, who am I training?
1: Yeah, that's
0: true. Who, who are these ten people I'm looking after right now? You know what's your background and do, you know do we need a an extensive background check or or do you do we just need a small background check or is that even enough i think the 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 nineteen terrorists out of the the five or four or five or six of them could fly um do do did they you know even if we did a background check on them would that would that they even to, do anything
2: yeah, yeah. And it's it's, I guess it's just discernment, too. I mean, I think what you said is very true, because when you were saying training law enforcement, you're not going to turn them down. But just planting that seed could make a difference. I think you just saying that it it, it could be in the back of their mind. Um, I don't know if it's you who told me this, Chris, or if it was Jeremy, but one of you guys told me there, there was an incident with someone who went to a battle line tactical course said some things that were suspicious and you had to let him go right, right we actually
1: pulled him up but it, it was pretty obvious when he took his shoes off on the shooting line it was like okay you're not you're he made it just he was way out there he just just something was wrong but when we have those and i know you guys have those safety measures that's why you have multiple rso's because if there is somebody that i think is a little janky and i know dutch you do the same thing i'll pull somebody and we won't tell them i'll just say hey whoever ben jeremy hey uh, ryan's you are here with him you stay right there with him and you don't leave. And if he does anything weird, all right, we pull him offline for a safety risk. So we do that. We have those, that's, I, we have those safety measures in place, but yeah, that, yeah, we did. We've have had one, but we did our background check. I mean, that's the thing is I'm right with you. And what background, if he's out there with a firearm and he, and it's hit, it, we, you know, we don't ask for all the, back, all the FFL paperwork. But if he owns a firearm, he's already done. A, get a got a back more better background check than I could ever do. Unless he stole but, it from his grandma. Unless he stole, which, 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 which uh, that's that. Maybe that's what we're we're going to. Maybe that's who what the, we who have to do. the two
0: shooters do. that stole their weapons from their grandma it was. Uh... The, was the
1: the shoot the wasn't that Uvalde? The Uvalde, Uvalde was one of them what was the one.
0: past years it was the the school shooter it was uh the
1: the the, tra- the transit shot in nash in tennessee yeah was yeah no, the, no
0: no 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 well i don't know about that one honestly but the one the earlier not. it's um uh, the tragic uh it was elementary school so he, he kills his grandma he's a, he's game playing games or or sandy hook in connecticut that, uh, no what?
1: was that but, Sand- yeah sandy hook that was Sandy Hook because that was sandy uh, hook, yeah. thank you yeah yeah.
0: That kills grandma and then puts the guns in the the car and then drives over. Well,
1: what do you think? Then how far <clears> should we do? How should as instructors or sh- what do you think we should do? Or do you think um, how how far of a back do you is there an answer aside from doing a full ass background check, I, which we don't have the manpower, I don't have manpower as a small company to do. You may have the sawmill, but I don't.
0: No, I think in the end, we live in a dangerous, free republic. That's what it is.
2: Yeah. We and just you, use your discernment if someone there, as Chris was saying, is suspicious you're able to just, say get the hell out of here yeah
0: like, yeah if you're no yeah I, I know dudes that have removed people from i have never had to remove anyone from a from a course but i know men who have and, and chris just told me he just did so <laughs> it, it does happen so yeah. it, it
1: but it's rare i mean come on we're talking I've, over the last six years including when i was training with Boone. you know we're talking close to a thousand people we've probably had over the years but um, people so, got
2: to use it because i mean so you it's don't only want been under- on your conscience but no, I don't think anyone wants that on their conscience to know uh, I trained this person. I sold a gun to this person um, if something you know happens tragically. But I, the one thing I was going to say when you were talking about the uh, law enforcement and the laws thing, I was actually just listening a couple of days ago to Louis J. Gomez on Joe Rogan's podcast, and they were talking about jujitsu and stuff. And I guess this was, you know, when weed was a lot more illegal. And Rogan was saying he was rolling with guys in jujitsu who were former law enforcement. And they started talking about the marijuana subject. And they were like, I don't care how little you got, I'm I'm busting you, man. And and Joe Rogan was like, Why though? Like he's like, you know, I smoke weed. He's like, I don't care. It's the law. So I I do think there is some of that with guys in law enforcement sometimes, you know, or just it's the law. I don't care if it's the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do. I mean, I've never gotten you know, pulled for a jury duty case, but I always feel like if I did, I would never want to lock a guy in jail for a nonviolent minor
0: drug offense. I don't care if it's the law, it's not moral. There you go. Those are the yeah. challenges that you're gonna face, right? As a as a as a human individual, uh, as a freedom loving American-born, you know, individual. You're just gonna have to you're gonna have to figure that stuff out. Um I wondered sometimes about the trainers who trained the dudes that flew the uh, planes into the towers and what they thought of later. Oh, I remember that guy, Mm. you know, but it was perfectly legal. I don't, I, I just, we live in a dangerous Republic, man, and it's free and you're going to have that. If you, we lived in a, in a dictatorship or in a authoritarian state, much more of authoritarian state than we live now. Look at, I mean, look at Illinois. You're, you're not allowed you're not allowed now whether a law enforcement officer is going to bust you for it or not you're not allowed i gave a class up in uh, new york and i drove through pennsylvania which was sort of allowed but when i yeah. got to new york as soon yeah. as i crossed the border guys i was a felon yeah my my well, six hours i have new new 21 york, round magazines i have a short new, york city, rifle, right? you know, new
2: york city right new york city because i will say here on long island it's a little bit better it's not the best but you know
0: you know, you know, it was up, it was upper, upper state New York, but, it, but as soon as you cross the border, you're illegal. So, got
1: you yeah, Yeah, you, you but you still have to, right? You, you got to get up there and train. Money, you, <laughs> mom, mama's got to eat. The dog's got to eat, man. You got to You got, and, and you're right with Pennsylvania. There are or used to train in Cherry, right outside Cherry Hill, Pennsylvania. And if you get out western Pennsylvania, it's extremely, they're, they're just, I mean, that's country folk out there. Love that. Yeah, place. Pennsylvania's Pen- cool. I will say, I mean, I,
2: I, I don't shoot the way you guys do at all but when i've gone to shooting ranges here in new york or new jersey uh, connecticut i wouldn't even try man but pennsylvania always has you know the cool ones where you can shoot everything and it's not like that here in new york
1: no so i i what do you think I, I mean, we're we're coming up towards the end here brother and and i know we wanted to talk a little bit about your thoughts on i prior with the hunter biden thing with him uh, i wasn't even it sure if it was you.
2: worth it i mean you know, i so not going go to jail nothing's going to happen
1: but it's uh, i mean you could but I want to get into instruction a little bit since we're here. You, you've you been teaching a lot more now, man. I see. You, and I'm glad you are. Cause, cause you are, you have a, you have a plethora, a plethora El Jefe, of information to give folks. You really do. Um, but are you seeing, what are you seeing week for when you go out and train civilian that people really, cause we got a lot of shooters that listen to this show that you're seeing really need to work on. And what are you seeing where, you know, Not so much. Maybe people are getting better civilians, law enforcement as well, but I think more for civilians because I'm sure they want to hear a little bit of your expertise because if not, they got to pay for it. Or at least here they get it for
0: free. I think a lot of folks on the plus side bring a lot of cool kit. (laughs) They, they The kit (laughs)
1: is a cool. They they, buy a lot of stuff, man. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of what now do you make them run around? If they bring it, you put them right. Good deal. All right. So we do. Yeah, for
0: sure we do a culmination so if we do evolutionary gunfighters my number one type of class okay day one is all pistol day two is almost all rifle with a little bit of pistol probably shotgun and maybe even something you've never seen before in your entire life you'll have to shoot that too um i'll give you an example for one of the evolutionary gunfighters we just gave uh we did a whole block on a combat shotgun so we made them cool run under duress to a shotgun, put the shotgun in action, shoot the shotgun, move to another station, uh, shoot that shotgun again, and then lock and clear, and then run down a hill, shoot pistol, and then put that away and then run around again with a rifle and shoot that. And for let's see, the the I think the best student was probably around uh just about three minutes. Um and so that's three minutes if you obviously as fast as you want to go, right? That's a, that's yeah. where your heart rate's gonna be. <clears throat> but And evolutionary gunfighter when i did the last one with a mystery weapon it was the m1 garand and i have people run 100 meters with a m1 uh and then run back with it so because they can't take it with them because it's my garand it's a 1944 uh garand and uh anyways so that's fun i make them run like uh like dick winters did as uh captain winters not dick winters (laughs) sorry it's i can't remember the actor's name but yeah dick winters did in vander brothers when he runs across the uh the dike there yeah in the crossroads uh, episode um <laughs> uh so what i do see what people fail at all the time is not moving the gun when they pull the trigger I, my whole mantra is from mike Voigt. god bless him he's he's died of cancer years ago but pull the trigger without moving the gun it's an easy thing to say but it's not easy to do yeah yeah uh and so one of the trends i'm seeing though too is i'm, I'm seeing I uh, just taught a guy personally for two and a half hours the other day. He had never even fired a firearm before. Wow. And he's a business owner in town and he's being followed and he's being threatened and the police won't do anything about it. So he's got a wife and a daughter and he wants to know how to shoot a gun. Um, And I'm like, dude, it's your right as American citizen. Let's go. I'll teach her. Let's go. And um, you know, we, we talked about everything, but it's funny on paper, he started Started pulling the trigger without moving the gun. He had a big shock group, right? It got smaller. I Good said, job. let's have some fun. Let's go over to plate rack because we're all short on time right now. And we went over there and he was missing all the time. It was just the mere fact that we went from paper, <laughs> uh ipsic type style, uh yeah. paper US PSA to a steel rack, and all of a sudden, you know, he lost his uh he lost <laughs> his ability to pull the trigger without moving the gun. It was pretty interesting. Um but, yeah, I, I want to see that more often. So dry fire, dry fire, dry fire. People, anybody, anyone can go home with all the Gucci kit they have because they want to be a LARPer, right? <laughs> a friend of mine told me that just the other day. These are LARPers, man. <laughs> um, but anybody, if, you, if you're if you changing magazines, if you're experiencing malfunctions, if you want to move one thing from another, whatever, you want to test your connection of your rifle with your, with your body, uh, you do it through dry fire. You do it all through dry fire. You have to, right? So there's not enough dry fire going on out there. That's number one. Number two um, is, uh, to me, getting people being serious. Uh, what, two was it three weeks ago now? We had uh, a couple come in very serious. The young man was was pretty good. He wasn't young. He wasn't old as me, but he was not. Well, anyway, he was like <laughs> in the 30s, high 30s. And his girlfriend was there. And they did real well. They did real well together. And that's something I want to see too. I want to see couples training together. That's because cool. as we know, things are going poorly in America today. And we already mentioned today in the, in the podcast, how long is it going to take before the rubber band snaps back? I don't know. I don't know what that's going to look like. I think free men and women in the United States need to protect themselves and, and they need to work together to do it. Right. And so again, we put on couples therapy stuff and that's one of, that's one of our biggest classes. We're going to do one in Reno next year. hopefully, um, it's just been a lot of fun seeing a man and a woman who like to shoot and then talk smack on each other as the woman's <laughs> is better or the man's better. <laughs>
1: you know? That is cool. And I, we that... make
0: them drive their own cars into this place here. Okay. Now, now shoot from here. Now get out and, you know, bail, get on the phone, call nine one. What are you doing? You know? And then we, we make them go from the, the, the Starbucks and the TJ Maxx, and then someone gets wounded somewhere and then have to go perform, you know, T triple C immediately uh, and then get them out and call
1: nine one one. So that's a great clock. I'm copying. Sorry, sorry, Sawmill. I'm taking that one. <laughs> that's a. I'm copying that. That's a badass class. I. Didn't, that's thinking outside the box, man. That's fucking. Oh, so, tell you
0: And I tell you what. A good friend of mine, John Ketman, he was kind of working for me. He's thirty year old former uh, SF guy. He's like, hey, I want to do this. I go, no, that's a stupid idea. He briefed me. I said, all right. Let's change it a little bit. Let's make it this and that. He goes, Roger that. We'll do it. And I tell you, it was a great class. And we're going to continue to do really good things with that. So it was a lot that's of fun. Cool. And wow. when we bring it to the sawmill, we can bring it to the sawmill. We can bring people together. I mean, here at the sawmill, too, we want to bring uh, a couple of different ministries here. I want to bring one of the things that I just recently did. I watched that movie, uh, The Sound of Freedom. And that's Ballard's story, right? And Kavit in there. And it's Angel Studios. And there are a lot of good things going on there. And what happens to the children after you rescue them? I don't
3: know. Yeah.
0: Right. So I want the Solomon to be part of a canine and equine therapy, different sessions, different people, different groups, of course, but, and have some sort of ministry like that to, to bring in kids that suffered through that captive uh, captive moments and then bring them here and, and try to do some good things.
1: What's what's, what's cool, yeah. And, and tell me a little bit, I, we're, because the sawmill, a lot of people that are in there probably did not even know it's there. It's it's wonderful. I I mean it's just it's tremendous. But Thanks, it, how how big is it? Acreage and and you guys have how many ranges you have there? And I said
0: and- two fifty. It's it's three. It, I said three fifty before. I think it's two hundred fifty acres here. Two hundred fifty okay. acres. We have a thousand Huge. meter uh, long range. Pardon me. Um, we have a, there's there's two longer ranges. One like goes up to four hundred. One goes to a thousand. We have. One, two, three, four, five, like six or seven bays uh, of different ranges. Uh, Each have a complement of steel. Uh, Not all of them have an overhang, but most of them do We have a zero range. We have two superstructures you can work on. We have a moving target system. We have uh, raised and lower drop systems. Um, I'm trying to think of anything really unique. Uh, On site itself, we have a lodge that can hold over 40 people, full kitchen, And then after everything's over, of course, hey, order food or make food that you already brought, and then we'll have a fireplace out there. We'll have a maybe we'll have a bourbon or a beer and talk about what happened. Uh, Beautiful sunsets here. Um, We call them the Sawmill sunsets, and you really can't. It's crazy how how good looking they are.
1: Um, What else? Um, Well, you got the pro shop in the back. I mean, it's just. I think the biggest thing is just how much you guys can the the one thing with instructors there's a plus again there's instructors a lot of instructors it's the facilities that allows that instructor that has that experience to do more stuff if you you know and and that's what the biggest thing is you're a tremendous instructor you're just a good dude man i don't give a fuck about how good instructor you are opera but you also have all that stuff out there that to have fun it's a playground and that's what's it cool. Is. And I think, and I don't even realize how big the sawmill is. I don't even realize it until you talk about it. So, you know, I, I think that's where people should get out and train because you can do the group therapy. You can do stuff out there where, uh, the, where, where it's not just shooting. You're actually- going to look, I,
0: and I really want to, I really want to move forward into more, like I already talked about the podcast. So we're going to start the podcast hopefully soon. We need to get some cameras up, but we're going to start the podcast. Um, We're going to bring some ministry stuff in here. I want to bring a family night in here kind of thing, whether we either make it shooting in a movie or something like that. We'll see. (laughs) Um, Yeah, different uh, instructors. I want to bring you guys in. I want to bring other folks that I know, right? What's up, Leon? No, I'll I'll be there, man. Just let me know the time and day. I'll be there. Uh, There's a lot of things I want to do here. We have partnerships with uh, Rugged Suppressors, Crate, Grizzly, uh that's that's born primitive back there on, with the american flag uh there's all kinds of kit here you can buy if you need to of course there's a bunch of sawmill swag here if you want <laughs> it, but uh they, you know steve's got a whole bunch of great relationships with other folks that i'm not even positive on and one of the things that's coming up probably next year hopefully is a the, steve and the guys are working a concert they're trying to get kid rock jelly roll and Aldine, some other it's stuff well, probably hey did you see the cat the cats out of the bag i shouldn't i probably shouldn't even talk about it because it's not in the fruition yet <laughs> should, but...
1: should we beep it well, we can edit it dude we can beep it oh, out i'll
0: leave it on it's just something we want to do we really want to do stuff like that it won't be here but it'll be powered by the people that run the yeah, sawmill that's cool that's giant um, man that's so cool it'll be, it'll be, and, be... and
2: i think that's the cool thing about kind of small towns when a company like that can go in there and just they have a massive presence I remember I went to actually South Dakota with. Uh, I met up with Matt Beerkant, who served with Bo Bergdahl, who is definitely not a fan of. But at the time, I saw Dawkins' last ever U.S. show, and there was that Badlands uh, pawn shop. Do you guys know about that? It's no longer there, but it was. It was a I, no joke, man. This place in South Dakota. Do you know what I'm talking about, Chris? Yeah, I've I've
1: I've never been there. I've heard when I used to live in Omaha. Okay, we, so we, this we, is in they, South they, Dakota. It's no
2: of. longer there. It is a. It is a gun store. It is a gun range. It's a concert venue. It had a radio station. It had slot machines and a pawn shop. It was all of this all in one place. No longer there, but like that was the thing to do in that area of South Dakota. It was pretty damn cool.
1: You got to get slot machines in. You got to tell your, that's what you're (laughs) missing, man. Get some slot machines out of it. Was it was it rapid? Was it Rapid City? Wasn't it in rapid was no, that, I
2: think what, it may have been Sioux Falls? I'm not sure. Was it Sioux
1: Falls, maybe it was Sioux Falls. That's cool,
0: man. That's cool. Yeah. How cool yeah. is it though for you? I'll ask you guys a question when you can get to go out even if it's eight times a year. Last year or the beginning of this year, when I went to Idaho, I went to Idaho, I did Indiana, Michigan, Wisconsin, and I drove everything. I drove. To yeah. Idaho, I went to Boise, and then we did a shoot there, and we did a shoot. We well, did a shoot at the Lazy Bear Ranch from helicopters, which was fantastic. And then we went up to, um, uh, Quail uh, Lane area, Post Falls, and my, I mean, I'm dude, blown away by just looking at the country again, right? And I, I came back through Yellowstone, I came back through Route 80, and just to see America, and just how cool is it? that you get to see America when you drive. You're talking about yeah. Sioux Falls or you're talking about different oh, places. Oh, yeah, we did all
2: the national parks there, man. I did yeah, Badlands National Park. Like, oh, amazing. That, that's the thing. I think not enough people take advantage of the national parks in America because it truly is amazing. And, and I, and I you know, actually to go full circle, when we were talking about the problem of people in America being depressed and, you know, and, and all that stuff, man, I think it's just all the stress of being, of everyday life that we kind of have if you get out of your current, you know, place and you go to Sedona, Arizona, or you go to Badlands National Park, or you go to the Grand Canyon and you are disconnected, you turn your phone off and just have some time with friends or alone. I don't think you could be hating life. We hate all like the stressors, but man, it, it's, it's amazing. Some of the stuff you
0: could experience uh, and here. Absolutely amazing. You're exactly right. America has so much still to offer. We have life left in her and I don't think. I think you know the the administrations uh previously maybe this one's certainly going on around decline as a choice. They're pushing us through there. I don't obviously I think we can do better. Yeah. And uh man, ho- hopefully we uh we turn this big old ship
1: around. We will, boy. We will. And yeah, you know, this great country and where I live, where I'm a hundred miles from any interstate. That's why I love living here. And watercolor skies back in the Midwest, especially in the Ozarks where I live down close to the- it's beautiful. And, and just try, man, i driving the back roads and still seeing co-ops and still going through the little towns that's where i live and that's why i love living here and that's why, that's all
0: why people you say see- that too so i tell the google lady now i say i don't want to use highways no highways exactly <laughs> no highways
1: so boy it's it's still beautiful here and that's why i love being here and i i just i wish we had the facility i mean i've got a little range it's nice i love it for me i get I wish we had a lot of the stuff here because it, it just the training can get so much more intricate when you have all the acreage around you and you've got the moving targets. You can't simulate shooting somebody on the, I'm not telling you to shoot anybody on the move, but it's hard to simulate that without without the the without the target systems that actually do those sort of things and it is different it's way different than shooting static so i don't know but i i know i and speaking of that i got my daughter's volleyball game coming up here yeah so we'll we'll wrap things up
2: man but uh the the last thing is i'm sure people are going to want to train with you when they hear this um at chris at dutch chris moyer actual at dutch chris moyer actual on instagram uh, chrisdutchmoyer.com. But any other info, anything else you want to plug? Because I think people are going to go, this is a cool guy. I want to train with him.
0: I appreciate that, fellas. I really do. appreciate the opportunity. But uh, so dutchchrismoyer.com, yes, there'll be a full calendar there for 24. And it will also mirror the same calendar that's here at the Sawmill because all, that, all those training events will be now here. So the Sawmill Training Complex, you can look that up on the web. I think it's sawmilltc.com sawmilltc.com and then uh, dutchchrismoyer.com so I don't know uh, uh, we look forward to seeing everybody out here everywhere but we got new ideas coming up for the family so you wanted to steal the idea about couples therapy help yourself we have a new (laughs) uh, idea coming we want to integrate the whole family into a shoot move and communicate uh, through a structure or through a parking lot to get back into the car to get away or to just start those ideas start thinking about what happens if something really bad goes wrong and we're all here in the walmart target environment battlefield
1: parking lot that's that's smart dude it really is and yeah as soon as you guys get that i'll figure it out and it's streamlined i'll steal it then yeah this one i'll take hey is there is there just one last thing because there are some new shooters and they get a little they see delta they see ranger they they get a little intimidated is there a course that you would recommend for a beginning shooter that you teach? Say, so, Hey, come to this course. And then after they get to know you, then they're, they're comfortable. That's how so they the, are with me. But is there, yeah. So would the answer the is yes. Okay.
0: Uh, on the, 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 the basic answer is yes, we do. I do. We do a bunch of different stuff and we do a lot of turnkey stuff, but the three basic levels, I guess you want to call sure. my courses. Uh, we, I based it on, instead of gunfighter One Hundred and One. um, I based it on, the gunfighter and so the gunfighter awakens is basic shooting and it's broken down into blocks and we talk about the primer the casing the projectile the weights the different burn rates we talk a lot a lot about that stuff the cycles of functioning of the weapon things like that and then the intermediate course which is my most popular is called the the evolutionary gunfighter we talk about how things like when you were a ranger and you did up drills you just shot twice and quit Shot yeah. twice and quit. Nobody talked about the third sight picture. Nobody talked about what's going to happen next. Nobody talked about surveying your battlefield right over top of your rifle. So, <clears throat> but combat exposed and changed that into an evolutionary process. Yeah. And so we go through all that with rifle and pistol. And then the most advanced one, which is, I, I liken it to a, uh, if you went to an amusement park, you would pay one price and you would ride any ride you wanted to for free. So at time of the gunfire, we'll, here at Sawmill, we'll probably have seven stations set up. There's yeah. less instruction. And there's more get after it if you want to do sure. it. You test your metal on this seven-minute stage and t- test your metal on this 20-second stage and see see where you go here. And we have things on that particular sh- – that that thing, We do we do stuff that's mental too. I'll make you remember something at stage one, and then when you run all the way down here and you're already gassed, you might not remember,
1: so you may not hit them in the correct order or stuff like that, but we make you do stuff like that. Cool. cool. I, and awesome, you guys know got, Dutch is a great guy. He may come across as a gruff, mean Sergeant Major here, but he actually is a big old tender. I am player. very gruff <laughs> and mean. <laughs> so, so but genuinely, man, I yeah. mean, I,
2: I appreciate your knowledge yeah. on on the Thank subjects you. we discussed because this is completely your wheelhouse. So, I mean, I learned a lot from you and and honestly appreciate your candidness at the stuff at the top of the show and the stuff that you're going through. Yeah, it bro, sounds thanks, like you'll be able to just everybody. Everybody goes it through it, it right?
0: I want to bring therapy here too. I want to bring like that PTSD type stuff. I want to bring a cold plunge here. I want to bring things like that so we can heal all of us together, you know, the collectively in the tribe. So that's some of the uh, the initiatives I want to bring here too, but I appreciate that very much, Ian. Um, You know, I would tell you that I've been around the world a couple of times and done a whole bunch of stuff, but I remain, I try to remain as humble as possible. I am not the best instructor. I am a pretty good instructor, but I'm not the best. You may not get it. I tell people all the time, it's not my, my my way or the highway. I will teach you a technique. But in the end, if you can get from A to Z, negotiate the bad guys, save the princess, and get to the team room to drink a beer, then you're <laughs> successful. If you can do that without being wounded or or killed, then you are successful. So yeah. don't think anything, you know. But I'll try to use the the knowledge that I've gained in the last holy crap, 30 years, right? You're old,
1: yeah, you're old as shit, dude. It's been a long time. You're i just turned old.
0: 59 bro my birthday's on september 11th so <laughs> oh wow, wow i didn't what
1: did was it did you say that i did <laughs> yeah it seems like i should know that and i don't uh, well i do
0: talk about it's not a great anniversary of my birth anymore
1: <laughs> well you know happy, happy birthday anyway you fucking yeah. old, you old fart you and that you're i'm you're awesome way to say that dude. just get get the objective get it done and get home safe and if you can take a little, little little bit from you, and I say the yeah. same thing, you can take a little bit from me. Fine, put it in your kit bag if you use it. Yeah, fine. tool if you bag. Maybe
0: put in a tool bag.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I know I've used I've used the quote before on the podcast, probably a bunch of times, but it pertains to so many things, including what you're saying. Is that Bruce Lee quote of uh, "absorb what is useful, discard what is not, add what is uniquely your own"?
0: And I mean, nice. that pertains to everything. I think it, it does. You know, it does. and I mentioned something earlier about the dry fire <laughs> stuff like that too. If 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 people out there, if I could give any advice, um, I want people to test themselves, right? So, like you mentioned, what Mr. Lee said, take what's useful and throw away the stuff that isn't. But if you can test yourself, the only way to do it, right? I, you know, Chris can make you go through some duress. I can put you through some duress on on a stage like type of training. You should go to a match. Go to a match. The match is. Get your blood going. You you know you get nervous when you hear the timer go beep. You know, right? a little poo comes out, and you you know you're <laughs> nervous about it. You're you, you're you're excited to compete against other people. That's really the only way you can do it without attending yeah. a two way range. What Chris yeah. and I would say a two way range. Chris has been there before. I've been there before. uh Mine were nowhere near as exciting as uh, his. Yeah, uh, but-
1: you're pretty damn <clears throat> excited. You just you just you got more stuff. Got it. you got more people getting to blow stuff up though i wish i would have had some of your assets so <laughs> th- 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 not that that's a bad thing that I, man i, I don't plan. know I'm, I'm just still thinking of the picture man, just watching a gun run from a little bird a night vision is one of the oh, coolest a lot of fun. fucking things hey shooting shooting a car from a shotgun <laughs> from a shot <laughs> with a shotgun <laughs> with a
0: shotgun from a pod on a little bird
1: holy crap dude
0: that's fun man I just covering uh, somebody from a bird as they move up towards something else. That's a lot of fun. That is
1: so cool. All right. But now we're getting off subject because we can't teach that. Well, I guess we could. You could. Sawmill, you could. I could. I don't have those. That lazy bear ranch
0: shoot we did with forward movement training. Did you do it again next year? Yeah. They do that. That's awesome. I'm in the back and I'm guiding, you know, one shooter when they make this run and this shooter over here when they make that run. It It was a lot of fun.
1: No shit. You doing? Are you doing flares? Or are you doing like shift and shift and lift with green star clusters or anything like that as no. well? No? You're getting that <laughs> no, in simple. Okay, simple. I was like, wow, man, you're getting really into it.
0: Here's uh, a target. Shoot that target. Shoot that target.
1: <laughs> That's cool shit. Dude. I, yeah, brother. I, people need to go train with you, and it's always an honor. And I, I love talking to you. And you are you're you're my brother and my friend. If you need anything, holler at me. And when the zombies come, you can come my direction. I'll come your direction. But
0: thanks, brother. Uh, hey, well, guess what? This will be a place. This will be a hard point without a doubt. So it's Come something on. to think about. I mean, it's terrible to say zombies, but when we say zombies, we really don't mean zombies. We mean aliens or we, <laughs> mean, we mean someone else, you know, well, whoever it's
1: bad, it is. Bad news for those fucking zombies. That's all I can say for that. Find a place, yeah,
0: you know, yeah. find a place, find, find a good tribe, right? Get a collective good group of people, <laughs> decent people, right? Who know what to do. Uh, You know, some of them find training, and those trainers need to train those other ones that haven't or can't go. And then, you know, I'm not a prepper, but I'm a prepper. So get the food, get the ammunition, and get the, (laughs) you know, the fuel you need for your generator or whatever it might be, man. You need to be slightly prepared.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This, why not be prepared? Good Boy Scouts. We all used to learn. Hey, that's
3: be prepared. God bless you, brother. I appreciate it. God bless you guys. Thanks again, man. That's all for this episode of Battleline Podcast. But we're always posting new content on social media. Follow us on Instagram at Battleline Podcast and on Twitter at Battleline Pod. That's an order. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes up every Tuesday. Leave us a review.